Oh shit. Hello. Hi. Oh. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. Back to Who Do You Think You Are? Episode 37. This is the week. So here we are. Nice little intro. <laughs> Damn it. You made me laugh, bro. Trying to stop doing We that. always start with a laugh. Old habits Old die habits hard. Old habits die hard for sure. Um, we're joined in the studio today. Um, we were going to have a guest last week. You were going to be there. Then we... Something happened. Yes. Um, I canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Ron. Ron from... Uh, you, you are the owner of The Stand. Yes, yes. I'm it's one a, of the owners. One of the, of the owners of The Stand. It's me and my fiance. They don't understand Oh, nice. There we go. Yeah. Um, have you ever been there? I have. It's a burger shop. Yes, I've yeah. been to the oh, yeah? Phoenix location. Um, I think it's kind of on the same street where Rebel Lounge is, right? I think if you just keep... I don't know. My geography is so bad. Yeah, it's but, on uh, 36th Street in Indian School. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I've been there twice, two or three times. Yeah. yeah. Have you been there before? I've been to the Scottsdale one. Yeah, we used to have one in Scottsdale. We closed it down, but uh, we... Uh, we currently, you know, we've kind of just focused on the 36th Street in, in Indian School Phoenix location right now. And, you know, the Scottsdale location, it, they were, it was just not enough traffic. You know, the, mm-hmm. the movie theater, we thought it was going to be more of a draw, and it just wasn't. So That's a hard area, that little, like, complex. There's so many restaurants and stuff in there. I feel like there's another spot in there on that corner that changes every, like, couple couple months. I think that was us. <laughs> No, there's like also on the a, a different corner where it's like it was a I don't know it was like a Mexican restaurant before then it went like sushi it was like uh, you know that corner I don't know every time I drive by there, oh that like, corner that corner that corner <laughs> yes of course thank you yeah so that corner changed a lot how long so how long has the stand been in Phoenix then uh, we opened in 2013 so six years okay going strong yeah yeah we're starting to pick up it's it's finally uh, uh, spring so it's it's season so we're getting slammed getting kinda, good so, yeah. yeah that restaurant business is hard man what made you and your fiance get into that i don't know to be honest i've been <laughs> working in restaurants since i was 15 years old that's all i know you know i'm gotcha. 42 now and so i've been doing it for a long time um and her family you know i don't know if you've ever heard of uh, garcia's um, the Mexican, Mexican restaurant? restaurant, yeah, yeah. It, it's an old school restaurant. Her grandmother actually um, came from Mexico, and she uh, opened a little cart on the side of the road, like in the fifties. And she um, she just you know served enchiladas, tacos, and burritos, whatever to her little you know neighbors and stuff. And they loved it so much that she ended up opening a little location in the shopping center, and that was the first Garcia's. And then. You know, her and she would uh, stand there with the cart, and right by by the cart, she had her car parked right there, and she popped the trunk, and her little baby daughter was. You know, <laughs> oh shit! Her. There we go. <laughs> so you know, and her daughter grew up to marry a guy uh, from New York who was like a, came from a deli family, uh-huh. and he took it and expanded Garcia's nice. to like forty something restaurants or whatever. Oh wow! And in the nineties, and then he ended up selling it. So. But uh, yeah, that's that's her history. Is, is, is she comes from a family of restaurateurs. Right on. So, so you kind of bonded over that. Kind yeah, of. Right yeah, for on. sure. So, so do you enjoy working in restaurants? So since you're 15, is it like? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know anything else. I've never worked anything mm-hmm. but a restaurant. In, yeah. In the kitchen and in the in the front of the house, I've done both. You know, so that's it's all I know. Did you start cooking from a young age, or when did you? Uh, I started. At 15, I was a, I started as a dishwasher, and then I was a prep cook. 
And okay. Then I, and then I moved to the front of the house. I was a, 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 ho- a host and then a server. I did room service. I worked at a, I worked at this hotel for eight years from age uh, 15 to 23 or whatever. And uh, so I did everything pretty much. Yeah. A bartender. A bartender for a long time. And then I worked at uh, Houston's. I don't know if you've ever been to Houston's. Yeah. I've never been, place. but I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. I worked in the back of the house and the front of the house there. So I've, I've, worked, I've been all over. Worked in nightclubs. Worked in country clubs. You know, so. Are you from here? Um, I'm originally from Northern California. What part? Uh, like Oakland, uh, oh, right Alameda, Bay Area, yeah. Right on. I'm from Tahoe. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah originally, yeah. but I've been out here for 20 plus years. Yeah, 20 some years for yeah. me, too. That we moved out here in 1989. What, so, so. What I, brought you here? Well, my parents. I, oh, and you're saying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a choice. Yeah, oh, that was, makes sense. Yeah. I, was, I was 13, and, uh, and I didn't want to come here. I thought it was going to be like tumbleweeds and people on horses and stuff, and. Saloon doors. You're not far off. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> so, you know, we, we just, uh, we moved here uh, in 89, and, and I went to Arcadia High School, you mm-hmm. know, here. And so, yeah, I just, um, I guess I pretty much consider myself a native. If, right, if, yeah. Uh, if you've been here more than 20 years, yeah, you're pretty much I spend yeah. most of my life here, so. When did you uh, decide, like, when did you get the ideas of wanting to start a business? Was that something you wanted young or did you, as you got a little older, you're like, I should just do my own. No, I wanted to play in the NBA, to be honest. Okay. You know, I, I've always yeah, you got been, the height. Yeah, I'm 6'5". So yeah, man. I wanted to play basketball. It's never too late. Obviously, you know, it's like a... Don't give up on your dreams, bro. Do it. <laughs> I've already That's given, one thing we're adamant. Like five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I think if there's anything I want to do in this podcast is turn you around and make you <laughs> become a, base, a <laughs> basketball player. Baseball. No. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> baseball player. Me, baseball? Yeah, you're my little mijos. I want you guys to do good things. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, yeah. So, you know, I just, just... Did you play a lot of basketball Yeah, like, as you I, were growing up and all that? Yeah. That's all I. That's all I did was play basketball all the time. So that's that's what I thought I was gonna be doing. But obviously, it's you know one in a million chance. So mm-hmm. Reality strikes and, and own a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. So right Who, on. Who's your favorite like basketball team, basketball player, any era? Oh, of all time. Yeah, you have like a guy that you looked up to. It was always Magic, Magic Johnson. Oh yeah. For the longest time. Um, now I, I don't really pay attention to basketball as much as I used to at all. Yeah. I, I, I watch more football than anything. Gotcha. So. Man, nineties Bulls when I was a kid, oh, I, yeah, I loved sure. so much. Man. Jordan. Oh, that, was, that, that was like the the whole generation oh, was behind the nineties Bulls, man. <laughs> Jordan, like, Pippen, you know. Yeah. Kim Jong Un. He loves that Bulls team. Too. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that nineties era, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Was he? Is he our same age? Is that why? Is he? I don't know. He's got to be older, right? The fucking dictator, and he's thirty. Yeah, he's young. He's yeah, thirty he's, something. Yeah. I think yeah. he's like thirty-five, thirty-eight. No, so that doesn't like. make sense. Yeah, so he grew up on. He's like, yeah, Michael Jordan, Pippen. Of course, yeah. yeah, of course. Anyway, so back to so basketball dreams fell apart. Yeah, like I can't do this. Yeah, <laughs> like all dreams do. Yeah. It's a sad. It's a sad life. But anyways, then you're like, um, so what made you go like I'm going to start a restaurant? Yeah, because that's like one of the hardest industries to to even like build up. It's mm-hmm. it's a restaurant is failure rate and all that kind of stuff. Right, it's, yeah. it's, it's tough. I guess just you know working in a restaurant every day and you know bartending or serving or whatever, and you look at the sales that you made that you know personally made, and you're like, I could have done this myself, you know, and and I don't know, I just. Because it's something I know, I just figured it's, it's the next logical step is to, you know, own my own place, make, make you know, the, the, the sales. I've, I've known, I know how to make sales for somebody else, so mm-hmm. why not do it for myself? Right. So, makes you know. sense. 
And well, and I probably was in my late twenties when I decided to even start thinking about it. And I was writing business plans, and and I came up with twenty six concepts restaurants. Oh wow! And the stand was the last one. Oh really? Yeah. Well, so it made the other twenty five. No, I, I just ease like we we just found the place, and uh, my my fiance Eva, she she you know said there's this place over here uh, for lease or whatever, and we we looked into it, and we're, it just it just fit, and we're like, look what what should we put here? You know, out of the choices we had. And the stand was just the, the perfect fit. So. so, so did you created all these concepts? You came up with them, the recipes and the ideas, yeah, everything. Menus. Gotcha. I have menus probably for probably for five or ten of them, you know, and and business plans for three or or four of them. So, like you know, the other ones are just rough concepts. But yeah, right. Gotcha. What was your last job prior to starting the stand? Uh, actually, I worked at North on uh, 48th Street in Camelback, okay. the Italian place that was owned by Fox Restaurants. Right. And so I, I was doing that right when we were in the process of doing construction and, and stuff. I was doing both. So, oh, right on. Mm-hmm. Are they not owned by Fox anymore? No, the uh, Cheesecake Factory bought them. Oh, no that's shit. What, that's what I heard, at least. Really? Yeah. Fox is kind of selling a lot of their restaurants to kind of those big... Yeah. Na- what, are, what, what are some of the other ones? I swear the... What was the other pizza place? The... Oh, sauce. Sauce. Who yeah. who they sell to? I don't know who they sold to, but I know they sold. To yeah, to some some mega corporation. I mean, he's a smart guy. You know, would you he, sell to McDonald's? Would I? Yeah. I mean, I would get that take, McDonald's would, money, baby. I would take over McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a better way to do it. You know what they do, but I I'm not gonna lie. I, I like a little McDonald's every once in a while. Yeah. Do you have like? A, do you eat fast food often, or like you? Do you have a guilty pleasure for it? Is this going out to the public? Because I don't want Ava to know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, I, because I haven't had it for a while, but a Big Mac with that added bacon, uh, I mean, that sounds yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. For me, it's always been that hot and spicy, man. Hot and spicy. Now, I, I'm a big uh, Wendy's fan, and uh, and also uh, uh, Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. Okay. Chick-fil-A is, yeah. is pretty fire. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute, man. I don't, I don't know. Spicy deluxe sandwich, man. Yeah, I'm all about chicken sandwiches. I, I'm not a well. huge burger, even though I own a burger place. <laughs> That's I, funny. I'm not a huge burger guy. So is I, that I, why you got sick of them, or is it because... No, I, I, I just... I never. never. Never really been a huge burger guy. I just, I just have this vision of how a burger should be in and. You know, we try to do that every day at the stand. And, and They're great burgers, by the way, too. I appreciate it's a, it. It's a fucking delicious place. Yeah, what, what is, um, without giving away, like, secrets, what what forms a perfect burger? What's the right? secret sauce? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the secret stand sauce. Yeah. Um, that shit I, is really good, by the way. Uh, <laughs> sauce. I think it's, uh, you know, just the fact that we, well, I mean, to be honest with you, I just was watching TV one day. I was watching Scooby-Doo, and I saw them, you know, Shaggy and Scooby making one of their legendary burgers. You know, and and I just looked at it and I'm like, that's the way, the way that looks is the way the burger should, you know, break taste. it down. Yeah. yeah. Break it down. So. What's that look like? Yeah, exactly. And so we just said, you know, I'm just like, wait a second. Like, you know, if every part of the burger is amazing, then the burger is going to be amazing. So I just took it and said, the sauce has to be amazing. The meat, we have, we grind our meat fresh every day ourselves so what, that we control What meat it. are you using? Uh, we use chuck and mm-hmm. a little bit of short rib. Okay. We used to do brisket, but we just found that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't necessary. Gotcha. Um, so, uh, that's our blend. And then, you know, we, we the, I think the key is though, we do everything by hand and we do it ourselves and we just, you know, you can just tell the difference when you go to a place. And that's another thing when you go to like McDonald's, mm-hmm. you know, everything's in a box in fr- frozen and you, they right. never run out, you know, right. We run out and people are pissed, but I'm like, you know, yeah. the, the reason why we're out is because we made it today for today so that we don't have any left over to, for tomorrow. So exactly. we can make fresh stuff. You know, so if you come early, it's going to be awesome. You know, that's yeah. 
that's the key, you know. Right so. so, so yeah, just basically, you just saw all the ingredients. You just want to break that down. You need the yeah. bread. What What do you think? The is there one part of that that's the most important? Marijuana. That, <laughs> that, that, that for sure. <laughs> that for sure. That's definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm a saucy guy. Like I think sauces are the thing that always kind of brings a dish to that next level. Sure. It kind of takes something to this next point. It's or, like the glue. Yeah. It, it to- yeah. Sure. Totally. That's a good way to look at it. And but it's then, not an adhesive. No, exactly. We would hope not. No. We would <laughs> Could be. Oh. Then you'd be like McDonald's. Just yeah, dude. Back off, McDonald's. <laughs> we need that McDonald's money. We need that sponsorship. We do need money. a sponsorship. Yeah, right now it's just a stand. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll take it. No, um, but I think the most important part of the burger is the the meat. Obviously, you know that's the the, the core of it, and, and and usually the the bun too. You know, we use a potato, a soft potato roll. Um, I think that just holds everything together. We use fresh, the freshest produce we possibly can. Even, you know, most restaurants, the, you know, the shamrock truck pulls up, not going to get shamrock, but the, the big, huge semi pulls up and drops off food or whatever. Right. And sometimes they, I mean, you know, they don't, they don't have a vested interest in making sure that tomatoes are the best tomatoes they can be. They're just giving, dropping you off groceries. Right. Well, Ava, every morning and like, like Pete saw earlier, she, you know, she goes to the, the the market and she click looks herself and picks out what she's gonna what we're gonna serve that day. So, oh, nice! That's awesome. So, so you know we we take a, a, a an interest in in what we're actually serving, and so I think that is is why you you can taste the difference. What know? market you guys go through? Um, there we we we're not married to anyone. We're whoever has the best uh, quality mm-hmm. for the best price. That's what we go. That's time. awesome. Yeah. You know? So I miss I miss a lot of that. I'm from Seattle, and there's a lot, there's a lot more of that kind of a farm to table thing there yeah. and the movement there. I think it maybe just cause it's the desert here that I feel like people don't do it as much, even though the options are still there. Still, yeah, yeah. You can still do it, but I don't know. I don't, I'm still new to this food scene uh, too. I've been here for like five or six years. How, yeah. how has it been as you've grown here working through restaurants and watching it expand? Do you see like any common themes? I, I think this place is, is awesome for restaurants. I think like, there's some really good, you know, operators doing some really awesome work in Arizona and and specifically in the Valley. Like they're, we're, I think we're underrated. We're super underrated for what we do. And I think, you know, we're just growing and, and I'm excited to see what, you know, the new, the new chefs and the new, you know, culinary people, what they're coming up with. It's crazy. It's, it's do you have crazy. any like favorite spots right now or? Um, I, like I said, I, I used to work at Houston's. My favorite restaurant of all time is Bandera, which is owned by the same company. Uh-huh. And, uh, if they just do it right. And, I don't think uh, I know that place. And it's on, it's on, uh, Scottsdale Road. It's on, uh, it's an old town, um, right by the Pink Pony. What's it called? It's called Bandera. Bandera. Hmm. Yeah. It's, ex- it's excellent. It is the, hmm. And it's not like this pretentious, you know, place. It's just good food. And and a and a good atmosphere, great service. It's just it's just everything you want in a restaurant. What I kind of food it. is it? Um, it's a lot like Houston's. It's but it has like a maybe like a southwestern kind of twist to it. Okay. So it's it's excellent. Houston's French dip for me is oh it's so good. Yeah. Oh. If, if you like Houston's and you like the consistency and the quality of it, you, you'll love it there. I'll have to it's try amazing. it. I'll have to try it out. Um, you- and, and and actually, my other favorite is. Uh, um, What's it called? A Barrio uh, Cafe. Not the Barrio Queen, but Barrio Cafe on 16th Street. Uh-huh. I believe it's on 16th Street. But that, Is that, that owned by the same? Well, I think she opened the, the Barrio Queen, but I think she she uh, cut ties with them. I don't gotcha. know what, what happened, but in my opinion, that chef, uh, Chef Silva, she is the best chef in Arizona. Yeah. She's amazing. Hmm. She's just excellent food. So. Hmm. 
Have you ever been to Barrio Cafe? I haven't, only Barrio yeah. Queen. My friend trying. Shane, actually, he was on a couple weeks ago. He's he's told me great things about it. it is, oh, yeah. It yeah. is amazing, in my opinion. It's it's amazing. It's excellent. What's your favorite food? Like, let's say, like, your, what do we always say? What is it when you're on death, death row? You know, your final meal. Yeah, your final meal. What, yeah. If you, were, you just murdered you 12 just, people, and now you're in, in a cage. Um, it would definitely be like the largest meal of all time. Just like that's smart. Just that's spread. fucking yeah. genius. Like I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> you wasteful son of a yeah. bitch. Some, something I can eat very slowly and yeah. take my time. You know, savor. That's a good answer. That is a good idea. I, I, I would yeah. have thought of that. So, I just said my mom. So what, what, what do you think it would be? <laughs> what would be the slowest food to eat? Yeah. What would it be? I don't know. Some, it has to be very hot or something. Or, like that, or it's like, I'm just cooling down the soup. I want to burn the roof of my mouth. We're about to execute you. Yeah, yeah but I don't want to burn the roof of my mouth. burn the shit out of your scalp. What do you care about the roof of your mouth, man? You guys are sick. Yeah. You also did murder 12 people, so. Yeah, but, you know, there's mental health issues that weren't addressed. So True. Not, you know, yeah. past trauma. Maybe some antidepressants involved. Exactly. Maybe. Right. Speaking of antidepressants, did you see that uh, ketamine just got yeah. FDA approved? FDA approved. A nasal, it's a nasal spray. spray. Yeah, it's oh, pr- pretty lit. Special K just <laughs> you have to uh, you have to you have to be on another antidepressant and able to get it. So you need to have two. Like, like kind of yeah, that sounds it. like a good idea. Yeah, that's pretty intense. That's a lot of <laughs> depression. I actually saw two on a commercial the other day, which I don't watch television often, but there was a they were selling an antidepressant. For an like, I didn't know that was a thing. It's like they piggyback off each other. It's like you take this it's in like order a to make it. Yeah, exactly. You know, with paint. Yeah, I mean, if that works for people, that's great. That just seems that seems like a lot of medicine. It's yeah. crazy. I know, man. But that's where we're going. We're all like overly medicated. Like everybody has like fifteen pills to take, and I mean, everybody. yeah, who everybody's on Adderall, everybody's yeah. on something. And, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I've I've been on some. I blame soccer moms. Why is that? <laughs> they started it, man. You can't blame one class of people. One class of people. I mean, Trump does it all the time. Yeah, but you're not Trump. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Uh, you follow politics or anything like that? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Keep uh, up with some news know, articles. Yeah. Do you? Do you have like a side on like okay North Korea, the wall, like what was going North Korea? We a, that we have a very talk. good segment here. Uh, it's called Wall Talk. Yeah, well, we're talking about the wall, which is r- ridiculous. People are talking about it. It's a, I don't know. It's a crazy thing. It's a what do, you, what do you? How do you feel about having a wall separating? I just want to be on the side of the wall where we win, whatever side. That <laughs> That's also smart, man. Man, you got all this insight. You're locked and loaded. With those <laughs> it's almost like we prepped you for it. You <laughs> say, say this next. Yeah, next right. time, it's a little bit. <laughs> How does it feel like having a business and having employees and kind of being a job creator? Um, my I always say my my the best part of my business is my people. Mm-hmm. And the worst part of my business is my people. Yeah. Because, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a lot like being a, a you know, it's, all, it's like a family. And so you feel like if the father, there's always some issue coming up with something. But, you know, I, I guess that's the, the beauty of it is, is just being able to solve problems. If you didn't have these challenges, and what's the point of living, you know? And mm-hmm. so, you know... It, it's there's been a, a since in six years we've had people have babies we've had uh, people that have died and we've had you know this oh, yeah it's been crazy like the the spectrum we go through but you know I, I i i just think that's 
it's it just forces you to live because it's the the, the business itself is this this baby that you have to constantly feed and take care of mm-hmm. and within that there are these people that depend on you know basically they're looking to you like you know to to make the right decisions so that you don't fail and that they can continue to get a paycheck and feed their kids. So it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah is, is there a lot of be. yeah, is there a lot of pressure behind that? Yeah, it it definitely can be, but I mean at the same time it's 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 nice to know that like this person feeds their kids because we have a place we provided like before the place was there, before the stand was there, you know, that that job creation that that, you know, vehicle for them to to do that wasn't there. I mean, obviously you can get a job somewhere else maybe, but you know, if I try to, I try my best to provide a place where you would want to work, you know, not mm-hmm. that you just work, but you actually want to be there. Or you I, enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you achieve that? I think it's just, you know, well, to be honest, you know, I, I, I we try to do things the opposite of what other places do. You know, they put their, um, you know, they put the owners first a lot of times and then, then it's the, you know. The, the the community and, the, and then then it's the customers and then it's the employees well we flipped it upside down we say employees first gotcha. then the customers which sounds crazy right but if you really think about it you know the restaurant business is built on regulars you mm-hmm. know and 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 you if you don't have regulars you're gonna die you need people to return right right well the most regular people that we have that come in our building every day are our employees they're there every single day. They come They come there no matter what, and they take care of our business. So I take care of them first. Nice. If I take care of them, then they take care of the customers. And if they, the, if they take care of good care of the customers, the customers will eventually take care of me. There we go. So I just feel like it's a cycle. Like, yeah. take care of the right people. Stop, you know, I, I feel like it's kind Prioritize. of... Prioritize. Yeah. Yeah, prioritize. You, you, take, you, take, you take care of the right people, and you'll, 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 you'll win. You'll be fine. You know? That's the problem with, like, even on a bigger scheme of that is how I feel like the government is failing of just, like, not looking out for the right classes of people while you yeah. see, like, the Amazons and Netflixes make billions of dollars and pay zero federal tax when there's all these things that we could help out with you know education or healthcare and all these things where said you're like oh well I'm taking the easier route to make more money or for this but in the long in the long scheme of things you're much more likely to be h- hanging around if you're not taking these shortcuts and trying to undercut people you know yeah it's it's just, like I said it's a cycle you take care of this, the little guy and 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 you take care of the people that he takes care of make it, put him in a position to take care of his the people that he needs to take care of then you'll start to see Amazon will still be fine because still have a bunch of customers that now are you know have a, a, a you know, a, a means to, to, to give them the money anyway. And it's, it right. works out. It's just, it needs to be, in my opinion, poly, you know, the, the prioritize, you know, the priorities need to be flipped. Yeah. You know? Chain, look at a different person. Look yeah. at the, yeah. Oh, so, I agree, man. For sure. Yeah. How you been? How's your week? That's good. It's good, man. Yeah. It's been, yeah, it's off for two weeks. Off for two weeks. It felt weird. I felt a little disconnected. I was like, I don't know. When, what, when we skipped last week? Yeah. Yeah, I did just, too, man. Just like, no, but then after this week, like since not doing it for a while, I was kind of like, oh, I just like didn't feel like, I was like, I hope I still have like the beats to it and kind of like the Fall into the that rhythm. same rhythm. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like we were, we kind of started hitting a good thing of communication. Cadence. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, it's, uh, I don't know if it's because my screen time has been like, I got down to like 30 minutes average in this last week. Screen I'm, time? Yeah, which I'm. That's good. Yeah, it's when I'm feeling good about that. Pretty so sure. I feel like that might be a weird disconnect thing where I'm just like kind of more. Do you have that's, like. That's per day? Yeah, because uh, I don't even look at that. I don't even know. Do you ha- like? Do you have a addiction to technology? I probably. I mean, I, I'm not on social media or anything like That's that. Beautiful. That's Sorry, right. guys. I, I was on my phone the whole time. <laughs> what were we talking about? 
No, I'm not personally on it. I just do it for the business. Yeah. But just even doing it for the business, I'm finding like I'm getting sucked in. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. addicting. It's, it's scary, yeah. it's scary oh, man. Oh. You can just sit there for mindlessly scrolling for hours. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? Yeah. Like, double yeah. tap, you know, yeah. or follow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what I hate too is like, I'll get into rhythms with it and I'll be like, I'll make a, yeah, exactly. But also there's sometimes I'll be looking through and they'll actually give me nice new articles and stuff like that. And I don't know how to, you can't choose your own filter or what they're going to show you. So then sometimes I just feel like I'm scrolling through so much worthless stuff to find any little pockets of gold. And I'm like, this is, this is a, this is a waste, you know? So I try to be aware of it. Um, but I, I do love technology too. Samsung just had that like foldable phone and tablet. That's crazy, bro. (laughs) That's pretty insane. It's like this foldable tablet, right? Yeah. So it's like the size of a. Phone, maybe a little bigger than... The screen can, folds, too? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the screen folds, folds, and then you can, like, fold it out to, like, a tablet. It, like, yeah. folds into, like, a phone size, mm-hmm. and then you fold it out to, like, a tablet size. It can oh, be yours crazy. for $2,000. Yeah. <laughs> hey, people dropping the money, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, who would have guessed that, like, 10 years ago, like, you're going to buy a $1,200 phone. I know, yeah. What, what kind of phone are you, you rocking? It's an iPhone, I know that. I don't know. Are you a caser? XR is something, I don't know. Oh, he's a caser. Okay, a caser. Is that, is yeah. that bad? I don't know. Well, I mean, did I do something wrong? That's safety okay. first. Yeah. We're, we're no casers here oh, in the my. Who Do You Think You Are studios. We live on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take this time to apologize. <laughs> How about you? How has your week been, Pedro? Good, man. It's um, Last week was... Yeah, what happened? Because you called me crying on Wednesday. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah. It was... Uh... <laughs> no, he was definitely gonna, didn't want you to say that. I was, no, I was going to roll with it, but then I was like, yeah, I just... Um, so have you ever... <laughs> have you ever heard of the the Kudov syndrome? Kudov. Yeah, I think that's Is how that you like say Is that like Quadoba after you eat too much burrito and you need to take a nap? No, no. Okay, sorry. So I was feeling very dizzy. Uh-huh. And uh, I puked a couple times. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really great. So I didn't want to bring that into the studio and spread it around. Thanks, man. But the Kudov syndrome is when you uh, experience... Nothing. <laughs> yes, a Stan no. Burger. Oh Stan no, that's, 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 that's not what we need. No, come on, dude, don't promote that. What puking and oh, yeah, well, I, mean, I meant more like a moment of ah, oh, clear. I yeah. guess I didn't think about the side effects. Yeah, there's side effects to clarity. <laughs> <laughs> so it's when you experience pregnancy symptoms. Oh, like as a guy from your as a guy from the partner, huh? Because. Big news, we're pregnant. What? Ta-da! Yeah! <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. But yeah, you experience like all this um, dizziness, vomiting. Hmm. Um, just so you have morning similar, sickness. Morning sickness, yeah, that's what it was. So huh. I was is being that, a little bit. Is that a common week. thing? <laughs> is, that a, is that a common thing? Like, does that happen for a lot of people? It's not, well, it's not recognized as a syndrome, uh-huh. but... Oh, you it just made it up, basically. No, fucking Google that shit. <laughs> oh, so it's not actually Google, real? Like, can you actually WebMD. do that? Or are you just trying to, like, connect WebMD dots? You're just trying to get Wednesday off. That's <laughs> <laughs> smart, Ash Wednesday. Who knows syndrome? <laughs> no, no, no. Obscure thing I found on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just wrote it up and shit. Well, nice. Well, congratulations. How are you, how you feeling? Thanks, man. Scared. Yeah. A little yeah. nervous. But we're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Just hope for a healthy baby. 
Yeah, that's I that feel like that's the scariest thing, right? <laughs> Married two weeks ago? Oh, man. That's yeah, awesome. just trying to... What, do you have, like, a bucket list or something? <laughs> just trying to cross <laughs> all this shit off or something? It's not a fucking marathon. It's a marathon, it's a bro. Sprint. It's not a sprint. It's a sprint. Like, I'm trying to get this, 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 <laughs> this, 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 and that. And then I'm done. And then you can just relax, watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I'm retired. Like, yeah, there you go. That's how it works. Well, nice, man. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what happened last week. That's why, um, I mean, if I would have come in, I would have just been fucking in my head, dizzy, and not really participating in this conversation at all, and mm-hmm. it would have probably been shit. And now you are participating. Shit and puke. Shit and puke. Uh, two nice things. Yeah. Huh. But, well, yeah, that's some exciting, you know, shotgun wedding. Well, we're glad you didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Have you been keeping up with what's going on in Venezuela at all? No, I haven't. No. What is happening over there? Bro. About the dictator Maduro and us. Huh? Maduro. Maduro, like, not supporting his people, and he's not trying to accept any aid at all from, like, the United States, or even Mexico. Right. But I think the United States is just trying to get in there and, you know... Give them democracy, baby. Yeah, everybody needs, yeah, a, everybody democracy. needs a little bit of democracy. And Putin and fucking yeah, China, they don't, they they don't, don't like want that. it, man. They're like, uh-uh. Because they're so invested in all the oil. Because, dude, Venezuela is like a, an oil-rich country. Like, it's very wealthy. Was that Noki? Yeah, he's, you know. He's always putting in his two he cents. He loves Russia. Yeah. <laughs> he loves Russia talk. Why is oil... I mean, do you see the Tesla car? It's like $35,000. It's their first model of like the affordable Yeah, one. the economic version. The Model 3 or whatever. Yeah. Is. It's kind of cool. How yeah, do you feel about electric cool. cars? I, I think I, I want one. Yeah. I'll take one. Yeah. I think... I mean, it should be the way of the future. Like, if we have cleaner energy, why why not? Right. You know? Yeah. You guys do any like green energy kind of things at the stand? Are you are you like kind of... Do you have like a little green thumb on you? Not yet, but I, I've had a lot of thought in... in, in ideas about what to do in the future and stuff uh-huh. and we'll see you know uh, you know it depend, kind of depends on how the stand does first and yeah supporting local farmers is already a great start yeah, to yeah. that i mean just doing that alone so you know there's there's ways that we you know i would love to you know go completely to be honest with you here's a question that i don't, I don't understand is why we're in arizona right mm-hmm. why isn't every parking space covered and and have uh solar on it that that's i say that all the time too why is there not more solar power in arizona yeah it should be everywhere but not even solar just the, even the fact that if everybody got into a cool car it's arizona like your car if your car should be covered and i, I think about that sometimes nobody would run their ac as much as they as they you know in the summertime because their car is oh. cool like, oh true why isn't every single huh parking space covered yeah that's interesting i've never thought about that way it's it's it should be you know yeah uh, yeah, Arizona's terrible with yeah, that if, kind of stuff. I, I, if I was the governor, I would, or whatever, whoever is in charge of this stuff, I would, you know, do that, and I would put solar on everything, and then we'd probably make so much solar energy we could sell it to California, and and not and everybody here would probably not have to pay a bill. Right. That, I mean, that's the that'd be the amazing thing. But, but I guess you know they want that money. And APS. They don't, yeah. They APS, don't want that. APS would not like that at all. They would love it if they were in control. Of it. Yeah. If they got paid the money. Well, wasn't for that it. what and that's um, fine with me? Prop one twenty seven was last. Uh, oh yeah. Midterm November. elections. Yeah, last November, it was in support of greener energy. Mm-hmm. To, with like working along APS, you know APS. Yeah. Uh, would go greener and yeah your bill would go up but it'd be towards this more efficient more green um sustainable energy i think that's the problem that we have is people don't want to invest everybody's afraid of pain like yeah your bill's gonna go up now but in the future like you might not have a bill right you know i mean like 
Short-term pain for long-term gain. Yeah, but nobody wants to go through the pain. So. Yeah. I want to go through the pain, baby. Drag no, you like pain. I love you pain. There's another, there's another thing going in Tempe, the hands-free phone law with the car. Where you oh, get yeah. a tick. That'd be, I mean, that's such a good thing. That should happen. Well, that's been... I did. It, 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 uh, did the, it pass? They, yeah, they yeah. passed it. They, they made it immediate. And so, like, the first offense, you get a, a $100 fine. Yeah. The oh, second shit. one's 250 and the third one's 500 and after that, it's 500 so. That's... I mean, I hope that... That should be enforced. I hope it actually happens. And it should help. be everywhere. Takes... It... I know it was a lot of the West Coast states I know it was happening for. Well, I know California has got... Yeah, Seattle's been in like 12 years, 10 years or something like that. Yeah, they've had it for a yeah. while. But yeah, I think they, uh, they, the, this month the, the cops are pulling their people over and they're just giving them warnings. Just okay. like an educational month and then they're going to yeah. do it. So. And then if they're attracted to me, like slide me into your DMs, see that you're on your phone, <laughs> so you're on, you know, find me. So it's good for cops too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, good for them. Uh, so anyways... You have a food truck too, which yeah. is cool. I, I, that was, so I have a culinary background too, and I wanted a food truck. That was like my young 20s thing I really wanted to do. I feel like I kind of missed, missed the food truck bust to be Because like, there's so many more laws and regulations against ha- like having one and zoning because yeah. the National Restaurant Association is against, kind of against them because you know there's brick and mortar places paying. Rent this these kind of food trucks just going wherever they want then yeah. making money. For, what's, has, have you experienced that at all? Like. Um, the, How long have you had it for? I guess to start I think there. Like, uh, I don't even know, three or four years or something. I think three years. But uh, no, we we don't have any issues. You, you know, as long as you get permits and you know you you're good with the health department and doing everything the right way, then you shouldn't have an issue. The the only problem is in in Scottsdale. I guess Scottsdale's really strict on having food trucks. But Phoenix, you know, I think Tempe's cool. There, there, there's a lot. Oh, of c- oh, it's just Scottsdale's. Man. Yeah, oh, Scottsdale's hardcore about everything. Uh-huh. So, but Scottsdale, um, man. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I, I get it because Scottsdale's a nice place, and the, the way they keep it nice is by you know having these rules that you know it's kind of like an HOA for food hmm. city. You know what I mean? Yeah, but food trucks enhance cities and communities, yeah, yeah, don't they? they? They could. I mean, I can see. I can see where you know people could be. You know generate a lot of garbage and just toss it everywhere and, and you know I, I can see there being oh, an issue see. but you know, hmm. or people not keeping up their food trucks and it's like kind of an eyesore you know yeah. you know Scott so yeah that's true I guess I don't know I love I love food trucks yeah. do, you, do you use yours a lot or is it something you use for catering and events and stuff yeah like we, that? we mostly just do private events like weddings you know graduations parties and stuff like that but uh, we've been doing more like breweries because a lot of them like tap rooms they don't have uh, they don't have kitchens that's and smart. so we do that and then on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at the stand itself like parked oh, I don't know. I'm sorry about that <laughs> Parked at the stand in the parking lot, we uh, we actually do uh, Taco Tuesday, and so we sell tacos off the truck. And then on Wednesday, we do Wing Wednesday, so we sell wings off the Ooh. truck. So we do every, all the burgers, fries, and shakes like we normally do inside um, and then the drive-thru, but we do we just add that extra like dimension on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nice. I love wings. Let's let's hear what's your like favorite wing? What's you got to... I like our... We, to be honest, we don't do like all these different sauces. We do one. It's kind of like, you know, if you look at our menu, it's super simple. We right. don't mess around too much. Right. So we just went... We just got in, you know, basically in the lab and just did one sauce that we thought hit on every, you know, we, it's sweet, a little bit sweet, not okay. super sweet. Every taste bud. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so you got the savory, the spicy, you know, but it's not too much of each thing. It's just a good balance. And right. so, Is it like a buffalo sauce or? It's, I can't describe it. It's, it, we, they, they, they call it like. I see what he's trying to, he's just trying to get people out there. I mean, yeah. it sounds good. I want, I want it right now. <laughs> no, I do too. It, I do they it. call it like a honey lava. It's it is not Wednesday. super, it's not super 
it's not super sweet at all, but you can just detect some mm. sweetness. And then the spice doesn't get you. You're like, this is not spice. And then it then it slowly like just creeps. And you're it's like, oh, these are kind of. And are all these um, recipes or your forms of creating the burger your your own like? Yeah, me me and Ava, we both you know right we on. just we just try to you know like I said we just keep it simple so that we can you know focus on the ingredients and really respect the ingredients and just try to make that's sure smart. they shine they shine that's through. very smart as a restaurant yeah the sweetness to the spicy that's my i love, the, I love <laughs> I those contradicting yeah. flavors yeah. Just, you like zips zip yeah, they, they do that well yeah um, but i love that kind of slow creep how do you feel about like sharing recipes with people like are you do you have are you an open book with people when you like with your employees or with people no. that you other chefs you're are you yeah you're like old school like yeah. it's like I'm, the vatican yeah no no that's it's it's I mean, I think if you you got a burger, you could pretty much you know uh, kind of guess enough yeah. what it what it is. But yeah. I mean, no, we don't we don't go out of our way to you know advertise and make sure everybody knows. What how about like your employees? Do like is it you keep a small amount of people that know how to do it there too? No, I mean we, we just you know, if you want to go if you want to make our stuff, then go do it. Like, I don't I don't know. It's, yeah. It's not rocket science. I, I don't know. I, we just, I, I, like I said, I don't think it's the actual recipes that matter. It's just the fact that we are willing to put in the work. That's the thing that makes us different, I guess, is, you know, you go to another place and they take, a, they take frozen fries out of a box and put them in the fryer. Right. We cut the fries and, and, and blanch them and, and we, we, there's like a 19-step process to making fries. Right. You know, but and then I'm sure my workers are like, are you kidding me with this right now? <laughs> exactly. I can go down the street and just, you know, grab a box from the freezer. Yeah. But in the end, that, I think that's the secret that makes it better. Or handcuff fries are the best. You know, and, and I think that's that's what, if you want to go do what we do, fine, you're going to be doing a whole bunch of work doing it. That's yeah. cool. You know, so that I think that's what it is more than anything. It's just we do everything from scratch by hand you know mm-hmm. when you when you order a shake at the stand we we scoop the ice cream we we are hands you know spinning it it's not coming out of some machine you know so yeah you know everybody that works there hates me for it <laughs> but i mean they they agree it's these are the best shakes, best results right? yeah. yeah so that's that's the secret so no there's no like proprietary thing I, yeah that is the proprietary thing it's just human care in in the work you, you you put out you know yeah there's some chefs Craft, are like craftsmanship I guess. old school like grandmas like in those kitchens like they won't let you near anything or know like even some of the ingredients like i've been in yeah. kitchens before it's like you can't even like know the spice blend that they make like for a blackened seasoning or something like that yeah i mean we do i mean we do keep you know we do don't we don't want other people to replicate what we do so we mm-hmm. do keep some stuff you know to ourselves but i mean yeah like i said it's yeah it, that's you said not it's not part. rocket science, yeah. but you know that's not the important part. It's, it's the work it, yeah. putting it. You know, that's that we put into it. Right, right. And that's the thing that sucks about the stands, kind of in a way that I didn't think of until we opened, is everybody thinks of us as this fast food place, and we do so much more work than a fast food place does to to try to get it out fast like they do, and we just we we can't we 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 have to go through all these steps to make it right mm-hmm. and in doing so we slow ourselves down and so do you find yourself explaining your that to like customers like well we we used to in the very beginning people were like what yeah <laughs> like what are you doing in there like you know it's a burger man come on yeah. flap it on the grill yeah. just bring it up <laughs> exactly and so that we there's a lot of people that just did not understand but now like we get like all of our people that come through now they're just like they get it they like know what it is they expect it because you know that's what it takes they know what it takes now and so we don't get too many 
you know, complaints or issues about that. Sure, people still say it, it takes a while or, or, you know, compared to another place, but there's times when I sit in, you know, or I shouldn't say this, but I sit in, in and out, you know, uh, drive through and it, yeah. takes, it takes a while. Oh, that's yeah. true. I, yeah. You know, and so I, I'm thinking to myself, like, wait a second, you know, but in and out too, I respect them because they kind of do what we do, you know, they take, yeah. they take yeah. more time and, and they, they put the work in, you know. For sure. Yeah. So, would would that be like? Would you say In and Out is like one of those? I guess a place that does it well, at like at a big scale. I, I love In and Out burgers. I, I'm not a huge fan of their fries. Yeah, but I'm the I same love way. their burgers. I think their their burgers are great. I wonder what kind of meat that they use. Do you know? I don't know. Yeah. I I think somebody uh, you know grinds it up for them, so it's their proprietary outsourced. Thing. Yeah, it yeah, is outsourced. They don't do it in the house. I don't think you can at that scale. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. No. You know, yeah I think when they tough. first opened in the '40s or whatever, I think they obviously did it themselves, but. You know, when you're that big, you just, you, there's no way. Are they from the 40s? Yeah, they were just before uh, McDonald's. Oh, God damn. Oh, before McDonald's? Like a couple of years, I think. The OGs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you ever see the stand becoming something like that? Or would you ever want it to become anything like question. that? For the longest time, I we just wanted to be this deep. Honestly, we just wanted to be this little tiny place on the side of the road and maybe do, you serve a customer an hour, you know, mm-hmm. that's what we thought. And then, you know, it, it blew up and we had a line out the door and around the building and we couldn't keep up with it. But, uh, and so I didn't expect that, but, uh, you know, we've been approached by a lot of people to, 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 let's do, we should do a hundred of these and all that. And we're just, we're kind of like our menu. We just, we're simple. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't, we don't need all that. If it, if, if it comes and it, 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 it's a a opportunity that we can't pass up, then sure, we'll, we'll explore it. But we're not, we, we, we're organic, you know, we try to grow things as they grow. You know, we did the grandstand because we saw an opportunity and I, and I, we learned a lot from that experience, but I just feel like, you know, you go slow, you know, you yeah. just, just do what you do and, and, and see how it works. Like even in and out, they've, like I said, they've been now around since the forties. I think they have like 300 in and outs. There's 45,000 McDonald's or something. Yeah. Right. You know, and they it's, were just a couple of years apart. You know, they, they, in and out just go Yeah. Slow. That is crazy. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's insane. So I, I, I think we'd rather do go the in and out route and take that model and just, just, you know, do it at our pace and keep it, you know, that way you can keep your hands on the quality and make sure True. it's going correctly. Are you, are you a goal setter or like what would, what do you, what do you want to see happen next? Or what, what's the best way to live? Is it better just to say, I'm going to go in there today, make the freshest, best food I can and try to serve people? Or do you try to say, I, I want this, I dream for this? I, I used to be a goal setter, but now it's just, just trying to get through the day yeah, each day. I feel you, man. <laughs> I fucking feel that. So, no, no, they're, they're just trying to keep my head above water half the time. So, no, one one day I'll be able to set some goals again. But yeah. right now, just to make it through this day. So. <laughs> I think that's what we're all striving to do. That's true. Yeah, I know. It's just now. I, it's just like you are in charge of more lives than you were before. You know that where does that pressure kind of comes yeah. in? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's fun. It's 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 a fun thing. I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I love doing it. We, like I said, we've done it for six years now, and you know we 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 want to continue to to. To, even though it's a slow pace, we want to continue. So, are you a, do you cook at home and stuff often, or are you too burnt out to really do yeah. that? I hate cooking at home, and not because I hate cooking; it's uh-huh. because I hate doing dishes. Cleaning. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was say if you same. were to like, what is your best? Like, do you have a dish that's your favorite that you would do at home or something? Like, maybe not even high scale. Like, if you know, but I 
I like experimenting. I think I make a, you know, I like experimenting a lot, but uh, I think I make a pretty mean grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> no, nice. No Classic. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to, you know, you put me up against anybody in grilled cheese style. And I think, I think, I think your simplicity is what, it's what yeah. makes, makes the stand and makes you like, you know, who, who you are. I did yeah. this one grilled cheese one time, and it's with Fontina cheese, uh, blackberries, <laughs> like a compote, and a black pepper bacon. It sounds like there's some marijuana involved. And a little basil. It was like food and wine or something like that. It, it was amazing. Really? It was so good. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not the classic, but... No, it's, I, it sounds, I'm all, I'm like it sounds trying, cool. Yeah. Experimenting. Yeah. Do you keep up on, like, food trends and stuff now, or do you, are you, like, do you... Are you active, I guess, in kind of like the food scene in the food world? I, I, we, we, we not, we're not really into trends. We're, we're just trying to be classic. Okay. You know, we, we try, we, you, if you think about the stand, I, I, a few companies come to mind, Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. Apple, computers, because they just do, you know, like when Steve Jobs went back to Apple, he said, we're getting rid of all of our product and we're going to just do one, you know? And right. then that's when they came back is because they just focused on one thing and did it well. And that's what we try to do every day. We just try to just focus on a few things and do them well. And that's it. You know, uh, even, um, you know, like quick trip. I love the way that they, I like how they, you know, organize their, these business have nothing to do with burgers, but I just, I, I look at this, I look at Subway, how simple they're, 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 you know, how they run their expenses. If you, if you sat at Subway and you just saw like how much it costs for them to do the thing they do, it's nothing. They, yeah. they, they're super smart. So you got that businessman mindset. I, you're, yeah, yeah I you're walking so. into Quick Trip and you're like, you've yeah. seen the marketing ploy. It's like right. that. So, yeah. And, I, I and you never get efficiency. lost in a Quick Trip. Yeah. And they're all the fucking same. And the efficiency. You got like this lost one guy, you know, he's like, I'll take you over here. And you're like, but aren't you taking, no, and I'll take you and I'll take you. And, <laughs> and how are you doing this right now? But, yeah. you know, it just works. Did you like business stuff as a kid? Like, were you in business school or like, did no, you always like, kind of thinking that way or anything? No, no. I, 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 I was, like I said, I was all about basketball. So I was like trying to dumb it down and oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> put it all to my muscles. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with that in business and brand. But as you, you know, get into business, business then you just start seeing the world differently you start seeing like you know you know you start to see in like and, and, and if it's weird because you start to see like how even the human body is a business because there's an economy to breathing in and breathing out and, and how much you know, calories you take in and you know it's there's there's a business to everything for sure and so you just don't think about it mm-hmm. it's, you know it's revenue and expense that's all business is is revenue how much you take in and how much you spend that's literally all it is I love that analogy that you used with like how it's like your human body because it's so true and it's like you know things that you consume or the way you breathe or yeah. taking care of yourself. Yeah, you're going to be able to go farther. You're going to feel better. You're going to do. You're going to be able to succeed or get to that next. And that and all that is that's profit. That's what that means is, is mm-hmm. the benefit that you whatever benefit that you have after you've you've consumed and you've, you've uh, you know expended, whatever's left over is profit. Yeah, and that's literally all the business is. Do you feel like do you are you. I don't know if judge like you judge other businesses a lot because you are a businessman, but do you go to places and you're like, these fucking idiots. I don't do Dumb. that a lot with other businesses, but with restaurants, yeah, we go into restaurants and it's not that we judge them and say like they suck or anything, but it's more like it's more like man, like. I wonder why they did it this way. You notice little things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wonder why they did it. Why didn't they do this? Or, oh, that's cool how they did that. You know, it's just, you just, you, and so it almost, like, I'll go with Ava to, to dinner, 
and it like almost ruins our experience because yeah. we're too busy. You know, we can't yeah. you know, <laughs> For talk sure. to each other because we're too busy looking at it. That's a dinner conversation works. is just kind yeah. of just <laughs> well, pinpointing it's, everything. It's then the shortcomings that I think that are frustrating because it's like the things that are so easy. Because those yeah. are the things that I get frustrated with in restaurants where it's like just. You know, it's not even that food takes a long time. It's touching the table and communicating yeah. with, or make just making them feel welcome. Like yeah, it's those yeah. little I steps. Know. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm cool. I get it. You're busy. It's like even if you can't really pay attention to me, like it's not a big deal. I'm patient and stuff. But and there's like those little things. You're like, but at the same, <laughs> but at the same time, I will say that we're definitely more, um, you know on their side we we because there's times when i just get it like i know this mm-hmm. we, we'll see like one server has seven tables exactly and i'm like and everybody's pissed off and i'm just like you guys don't understand they're in the weeds yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah there's no human way that they could handle all this you know seven they're doing the best they can you know yeah, yeah, yeah. oh so, man being deep in the weeds I, the most deep. tables i've ever taken was uh i think i took 16 tables by myself <laughs> and i didn't and and that was back when i had a decent memory before I started smoking a bunch of weed and stuff, but uh, literally, I didn't take any. I didn't write any orders down. Yeah. Sixteen tables flying around, and my manager's <laughs> like, "You need help?" I'm like, "Nope, I'm good." And that was that was a long time ago. If I did that now, I'd be in, in the corner <laughs> in a ball crying. You know, don't talk to me. Yeah, jump off a building or something. But now, How, do you get do you get stressed? Are you a stressful person? I, I try my very best to be the complete opposite of that. And when there's a stressful you know situations that come up, I try to to you know find the calm and be the calm because you know. As, as an owner, especially all your people, they're, they're looking to see how you react to things, you know? So if a stressful situation comes up, if you start freaking out, then the whole train is going to go off. Oh, a hundred percent. And I'm not going to lie. Do I, have I had my moments? You better believe it. Right. But you know, I try my best to just, to, to be the eye of the storm because the, the storm is going on around me. And if I'm not the eye, then everybody else on my team is going to just fall apart too and it's going to make it worse do you have any tips or like tricks that you'd use when you feel it coming on like you just breathe you start counting your breaths do you it's just about sing out like, to john yeah. <laughs> it's, rocking man yeah. always <laughs> that's, that's what i do it's just about being you know in the moment but just mostly just just you know thinking just just thinking one step ahead mm-hmm. and just and just eliminating everything else and just thinking about what's right in front of you and maybe what's next and that's it you know when you try to take five things on you're done that's exactly because you start hearing all this noise all this background it's like okay i'm gonna focus this this one ticket we'll get that yeah Yeah. and then what you it's weird you'll have 25 tickets in front of you but if you just focus on Mm -hmm. that one yeah get it out because you can't work on the 24th exactly or even the second one until you get that one out. they're not even sitting down yet yeah so (laughs) so you just have to work on that one and maybe just just you know whatever you can do to, on the second ticket but that's it you, you, that one goes then this next one goes then it go. then you look up and the window's clear and you're like you know everything's fine we're gonna be okay we made I it. find myself like trying to calm myself with like running food or whatnot there's mm-hmm. like a ton of food on the window and you know you, you're sitting there wiping plates making them look clean and, and getting yeah. them ready for the customers and they're pushing more food out and you just gotta sit there and be like okay yeah take a deep breath mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of food but like you said Take this one order out and then come back. Wipe these plates. Take that order. And it just all flows. Like I like the analogy that you said, uh, the eye of the storm, because yeah. everything's a shit show chaos around you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's got to be an eye. If it's a, if there's a storm going on, there's got to be an eye somewhere. Find yeah. it and be it. And then, you, you know, then after that, you can then now you can see 
what's going on. Because if you're in the storm, you can't see what's going right. on. Right. You know, you just I, see the chaos. I think what's interesting, cause I, so I meditate, so I learn through breathing. And then yeah. so when I get stressed out, I, I'm like, oh, shit, I need to breathe. And it, it is interesting because when you get stressed out, you do realize your body kind of like starts holding your breath more. And you can, or at least I, I find myself I'm like, dude, you're not breathing. Clenching breathe. your jaw. Clenching your jaw. Yeah. These little, there's these little things. So as soon as you just go. Okay. Yeah. You're like, oh, like I'm not functioning. Like I'm not, fe- I'm not feeding the right things to my body in order to succeed. So it's like, it's, it's crazy how small of a step that is. That's, just- the, that's the business of the human body. Again, there's, yeah. there's the economy, you, you know, you, you have an economy and breath. You take one in, you take one out, you know, and, and if you clinch and you tense, tense up and the tension is there, then your business is not running correctly. Yeah. You know? Maybe not at the stand, but in your other like years in restaurants, you ever see anybody buckle under the pressure, like oh, any crazy yeah. story or anything I like mean, that? I mean, I've had my moments where I'm like almost <laughs> about to walk out. Yeah, I've seen all kinds of, it's insane, the amount of pressure that people don't understand that, mm-hmm. that food service workers are under to try to make you happy. You know? I know. It's, it's yeah. insane. And, and well, it also, it's, it's dependent upon their tip, too. Like yeah, that's, their, their that's, livelihood is right. depending on, yeah. you know, yeah, you're right, yeah. It's that, and it's, well, that's what's frustrating for me is when you're, like, an employee that's, you're giving everything to, like, in, you're in the weeds, you feel this pressure, and then for somebody else's, like, dream or their vision, and then they're not aware of the pressure that is getting put on, you know what I mean? Or, like, yeah. being, like, thankful for Why it. Why aren't like, hey, we doing this, yeah. you know? We yeah. have to, you know, yeah. Fuck, are you kidding me, dude? Yeah, they're just mission. I'm mish- not even breathing right now. I'm like biting my tongue. I'm bleeding. <laughs> I'm swallowing blood in my mouth to try to get through this rush for you, bro. Anything else I can get you? Yeah, yeah. As blood spills on their fucking taco or whatever. Yeah, I've had I've had some high-stress moments, for, yeah. sh- for sure. Yeah, I've walked out of some places. I've had exchanges with people, all kinds of things in restaurants. I've man. been close to walking out. I've never have actually walked out, but I mean, there's been times where I'm just, why am I, why am I doing this? Yeah, right? well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and I can see it in my, in my people's faces. I can, and that's why I, I don't have that happen. I, I don't think I've ever had that happen, but you know, it's because I know wh- I know where they're coming from. I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times what you're saying, like when these people are like, you're, you're, you're going to do this no matter what. I don't care what, you know, pressure's on you. And you're talking about your boss, whatever, is because they may never have been in your position. They've never been a server and had to have 16 mm-hmm. tables and True. get their ass kicked. So they're just like, what's your problem? You know? Right. And, and I, I've been there, so I, I can see it in their face. And I'm like, well, I need to take some of the pressure off of them. And, and you know, that's why I understand a lot of times when I'm working, I don't, I'm, 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 I'm there. I'm, they see me working right beside them. You know, I tell them all the time, anything that I ask you to do is something I would do myself. I ask you to clean toilets because it, it, the only reason I'm not doing it is because I have something else to do, but I would do it. Right, so right. So they see me doing it. They're like, that's cool. I'll do it. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think they're more fired up to do that stuff when you're, when they know that you'll do it too. When right. they know that you're right there. And you got you're not guy. ranking yourself above anybody. No. I, the I, I work with them. Right. No. That's the way I see it. So. Besides the crown. You wear a crown around, don't yeah. you? And then tilt a little bit. Yeah, just tilt it a little. Clean the toilet. With, like, let's say, like, company culture kind of going into employees. Have you? Do you see, like, this shift of kind of how we're learning how to communicate with each other now and how we've failed to do so in the past, whether it's, like, you know, words that we say that are harmful or, you know, genders even like, do you feel, is there like, is a company culture being aware of like how people are trying to, I don't know, the slippery slopes of me too and stuff like that. Do you see that? No, we kind of, we try to make a a pretty clear baseline, you know, when we do orientation for people to let them know that that's not, you know, something that we, we accept at our, you know, establishment. But I, I do notice that 
the new generation, their their communication skills are, are it's just, I mean, I think it's because they're, they're, you know, in front of these devices. And so they, I think I, I heard some podcasts where they, they said some, you know, babies now they, they can, they can recognize facial, you know, they can tell what somebody's sad or whatever, but they can't do it themselves. They can't emote. Oh, so huh. there's a lot of times when I have employees that they just they they're like I'm happy and then, and they're just they just they, they just don't look like they can't like they don't face. know yeah. yeah they don't know how to emote they know they know when you're sad or whatever so it's just weird like you're, you're like hey like there's Man, people coming in like right. let's like you know, let's act like we're you know live right here yeah. resting yeah. bitch face over there come yeah. on <laughs> it's, like, it's like an actual like pick it up Johnny come on <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> yeah before it was like a meme or like a joke yeah but now it's like a thing that actually people like can't snap out of it's like. It's almost because we consume so much, we don't know how to let yeah. our own feelings or thoughts out. So we just are kind of maybe overwhelmed. Maybe that's why you just kind of have like the dead look to just like all, yeah. always consuming, always taking yeah, in, and yeah. never. It never, never actually. And, I, and it sounds, it's, I don't know, this, uh, this is going to be a departure, but I saw that documentary about Michael Jackson the other day. Dude, I watched it last yeah, yeah. night. And Oprah Winfrey said something amazing, like that I thought was amazing. She said, um, she said, "No, no stars shine bright as Michael Jackson, you know, used to." She was trying to, I guess, she was trying to take this generation and explain to them how huge Michael Jackson was. Right. And and she's like, "No, the stars just don't shine that bright anymore." And I feel like that's that's the way it is. People don't people don't emote or, but it, maybe it's also that people, you know, they just they need that quick fix. You know, it's like, oh, that's cool, and then go to the next thing. So nobody mm-hmm. is allowed to shine bright. So I feel like when people you know, in my company, when they were the kids, they 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 don't know how to shine. They mm-hmm. just know how to, like you said, consume and become and, and take in. It's that know. quick little serotonin. Yeah, pick up, pick instant gratification. Up. Right, that's what yeah. phones are brainwashing us to what do. What is this because, Michael Jackson documentary now? So, uh, leaving Neverland. Uh, it's like is it on Netflix? Netflix? No, HBO, and it's about uh, two. No, it's on HBO. Two two guys that were sexually assaulted, and they tell the story, and it is. Yeah, it is dark. It's heavy. Is it? Fuck. It's hardcore. Dude, I saw something today that radio stations aren't playing Michael Jackson anymore. And I talked to a friend. I was like, do you think like people are going to be like, I mean, his music's amazing. And even after I watched it, I'm like, you know, smoking mm-hmm. a little weed. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah. God damn, this fucking gets yeah. guys. Yeah. But Talking dude, to the man in the mirror. So it goes into like Neverland Ranch a little bit and just... I don't I mean I a lot of it it goes into it a lot he was molesting kids yeah. like yeah and and a lot of things it was out kind of like people were like oh I don't know if that's true or pish posh mm-hmm. but like there's like footage and the stories and the way that the ranch was set up and the rooms inside of rooms uh, and the drills and the yeah. and there's like even pictures and videos of him holding hands with these kids yeah. that are telling their story like that shouldn't have already been weird. Yeah. It like, was just public. It was just like, you know, public knowledge that he's going to hang out with this, you know, 12 year old. They're holding hands to the limousine and yeah. like, and you're like, wait, like how does nobody, how can millions of people see this and be like, that's there. That's obviously there's something going on. Oh dude. It is crazy. I have to watch this. Dude. It was, yeah. I don't have HBO though. Cause I'm poor. Well, it, it was Steal on, my mom. It was at, I I, you know what? It's such a huge deal that I don't know. I I, th- I feel like they might release it in theaters or something or put it on Netflix because it was at the Sundance Film Festival before it went to HBO. Oh, so gotcha. I, I have a feeling they they might release yeah. it. I don't know what the thing is with like R. Kelly and all these like oh, superstars or like priests or like people with these high powers. They're just like I, I haven't watched the R. Kelly one, but I'm I, I'm interested in it. Just that story seems crazy too. Have you seen any of that? 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I saw the what's it? What's I saw name? an interview that he was doing with this um, reporter. Was he peeing on him? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> and she was of age, so he probably wasn't. Oh, interested. Was like, Just make I'm, sure my camera's. He's like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not into this. It's not the same. You got you got the the splash. You know, resistant. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beekeeper thing for the interview. I'm here with R. Kelly. I'm like this is you ABC hear, like, News. A, like What's a going trickle on? And shit. No, but he was like heavily defending. Why would I do this? And he like breaks down at the end of the interview. And well, that's what Michael Jackson came forward too. And like, and there's like award shows and stuff too. And he's like, I'm not touching. You know the dude. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's heavy. I'm gonna have to watch just, it. But yeah. fucking monsters, man. But have you ever heard of the theory? Is it like the castrato or something that his dad had him his balls chemically castrated? Yeah, right? chemically castrated. Yeah. When he That's was young, why he's able Jackson to reach Fox. like those high notes and, yeah. and all it, that. They used to do it for people that would sing, like little boys that would sing opera. So they would keep this super high pitch. Yeah. So the theory is that they did that to him after Jackson 5 to keep him at that star level or whatever. His, I mean, his dad was crazy. Yeah. Perfect. And then, so then he didn't go Very through abusive. puberty. Didn't, his brain didn't never develop, which is why in theory they're like, Oh, we're gonna hang out with little kids. Like it seemed normal to his yeah. brain, at least, because that's also the thing that was that was interesting about it is, you know, he was like, was did they like, touch on that on the? He was like in relationships oh, they, they, they with. They touched these. on a lot. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, but he like had relationships with these kids. Like it was, I mean, it was rape, obviously, because the kid doesn't know, and he's mm-hmm. like enamored by power. But like yeah. he had, he would like love these kids. Suppose that's what he said. That's what he said. But he ends up just. Yeah. circling through kids and kids and kids. Yeah. But I'm interested in like the like Macaulay Culkin, like how he says still nothing ever happened to him. But like, do you think there's some people that are still like keeping secrets or a little slowly come out like oh, Cosby I mean, or something? He's, he's gone through a fucking shithole too. Like he's abused uh, narcotics and like yeah. he's gone up and down in these like uh, just waves of, you know, you can tell there's some trauma behind it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, what I noticed on the the films is that it took he took his time. Like his he, you know, the grooming process took a while. That's true. And so maybe Macaulay Culkin got out of that before he uh, really ramped up. I don't know. You that, know that's what I makes it creepier, huh? It's I like know. premeditated. Yeah. He has to think of okay, now I'm going to build a ranch, and then I'm going to yeah. build their guest home. Yeah. Farther away, across yeah, the lake. Like, like he. Yeah. There's, there's some thought put into it. He put, had a bedroom, then he had a bedroom upstairs for the kids. So there's door or the closet with another closet inside. Like, yeah. And that's the, the par- And the parents had their their uh, suite was like across the way, so that they wouldn't be anywhere. And he'd be and he'd almost like leave it like as a, a choice. Like, are you guys want to stay with your parents tonight? Or you want to come with me? Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, they're gonna be like, oh, I get to. Did you hang out with Michael Jackson? Did like, he eat popcorn and watch movies all night? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, but, I mean... And then the it, blood on the underwear part. Oh, God damn it, dude. You're giving it oh, away. Fuck. It was yeah, so, dude, it was so... So, I don't know. It's, it's Are you going to listen to... Do you like Michael Jackson music? I love Michael Jackson's music. Do you, um, you think you'll still listen to it? Um, I'm definitely... I, 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 if I do listen to it, I'm, the, the thing that sucks is I'm, that's going to be in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, can't, I mean? you can't separate it. Yeah. You can't and, separate the music and, and art. I, and I hope, you know, that these, if this did happen to these kids, I hope that they find, you know, resolution because uh, that's just, it's just so selfish of a, an adult to, to take that from a, a kid like that. I think it's so, you know, 
self-serving, but you know, in this society we live in now, that's what it is. It's, it's all about the self. It's all about me, mm-hmm. you know, selfies and everything else. And so I don't know. I, I feel like this might just end up being a blip on the radar and everybody gets back to, you know, doing the moonwalk and, and yeah. listening to Michael. If he has like, a good no. publicist, maybe. Yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, like on this topic too, I watched, have you heard of abducted in plain sight? That no, was fucking somebody crazy, told me to watch. bro. No, what is it? <laughs> that was crazy. So this, this neighbor, all's pedophile, moved in across his family, very premeditated, had a family with like the kids were friends with their kids. Yeah. And then he was, he was infatuated by this girl that he saw, a young girl. And then he ended up like having sleepovers with her, then ended up abducting her in like an RV. And like he had this answering machine that would say we were aliens that we need to re- like create a child together and you can't tell your parents any of this or they'll all disintegrate and then you'll disintegrate and he was drugging her like yeah he kind of blackmailed her or like he didn't really but he like made her believe like when he took her he put her in the trunk or something and next to her was this recording of mm-hmm. like alien voice and be like you have to find you know the partner and the male companion in this world and it's all premeditated and uh like it's him recording this shit, and and what tripped me out is like the first time he because he abducted her twice. Which now those parents, I mean, sorry, but what those fucking parents? Fucking idiots! She, they allowed him to sleep over at her house in her room, like what four days a week? He how, said, "How old was this girl?" She's like twelve. Yeah. How old, how old was this guy? He's a grown ass man. Fifty or something. Yeah. Fifty years. He old. said it was like some trauma. His therapist Hold on. said. Yeah, his like, ther- Yeah, he made this all this bullshit up. Like his therapist said, this would help him get over this traumatic uh, past that he had and whatnot. What would help him? Sleeping with over? The, yeah. yeah, interacting yeah. with this twelve year old. As a parent, I'd be like, "Well, that's your problem. Go find Hold another on. one." Hold on. Hold on. He also blackmailed the parents. Because he had affairs with the husband and with the wife. I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The husband jerk him off. It was a family affair. Literally. Wow. Yeah. And so he had that, you know, and he's like, if, you know, you don't let me do this, I'm going to make this public or... or, So the parents are just as complicit. They were... Right. Exactly. It was this fucking mind fight, bro. He just... And you it know what? That's crazy. actually in that in that uh, never, leaving Neverland. The, the one of the biggest parts that stood out to me was the kid that uh, he said when when Michael Jackson was like crying in the the room. He said he he was so so had such a childlike mind that he thought in his mind the thought across his mind was that Michael Jackson was going to turn into the werewolf and thriller. Oh right! Yeah. That, oh shit! You know what I mean? If yeah. you think about it, like as a kid, that makes You're sense. You're so susceptible That's, to all this. Yeah, shit, it makes man. sense. Like, so, so like when you said that thing about the alien voice, like at first you laugh because you're like, you know, that's dumb. Why would you think it? But yeah. then if you think about a little kid. Like, mm, that yeah. makes sense. Like, and yeah. being drugged every day on this week-long right. trip. I mean, I could be tricked into that. I mean, I could if I was drugged and, and like, yeah. I'd be like, oh, oh shit. No. You're, you're taken out it's of like, the normal world that you're used to, and you're, like, all of a sudden thrown into, like... Especially more. You're an alien. Yeah. You're an yeah. alien, and you have to find your human companion to procreate with. And, yeah. and you know... It's also... The- as, a, as a kid, bro, I'd... <laughs> I'd have had sex with them too. Like, you know? Well, yeah, I'd be fucking you, you know? terrified of my family dying right. or yeah, finding yeah, yeah. out. I mean, it's like, well, that's what's, there's like the theory about younger kids or even animals, how they're in touch, like this other side of, you know, whether it's ghosts or energy things or right. being able to see into things differently. Cause we haven't shaped that brain yet. We haven't said, this is what this is. So you can be, you're easy to be manipulated mm-hmm. because I mean, we are all kind of manipulated to even think a certain way, aren't we? I mean, yeah, even yeah, in this sure. world, like ads and, even yeah. as adults, wearing clothes is yeah. a normal thing. It's not, but right. you know, yeah. 
we've created that. Yeah. Yeah. The con- construct. Yeah. You have some kids, you said? No, no. Um, uh, my, my fiance has two kids. Oh. Um, uh, they're uh, 14 and 18. So. Any advice for this uh, daddy over here? I, I've never been a daddy. Well, that's enough of kid talk. <laughs> Yeah, I, sorry. A new segment in Who Do You Think You Are? <laughs> kids talk. Kids talk. <laughs> kids talk. Let's talk kids. No. Oh. At least it's not let's touch kids. Huh? Oh, no. Yeah, well, <laughs> yikes. Are you religious or anything? Um, I used to be, but not anymore. I, I don't uh, I don't feel one way or another about mm-hmm. religion. I don't even think about it, to be honest with you. I just, uh, I just think that the universe wants to be balanced, whatever that is. You know, I, I think whatever you put out into the world, if you put out good, it, it comes back, you know. I, I, but I also do believe that in my life, there's going to be some bad things that happen to me, and they're supposed to happen because mm-hmm. I've enjoyed some good stuff in my life. So I, I feel like the balance is, is, is what's important, you know. You know, if you think, like, I feel like people, they, they suffer more when something bad happens because they feel like they deserve only the good. And I Why I is this don't. happening to me? Yeah. Like that type of don't. mentality. Yeah. yeah, and I don't, I just don't, I, when something bad happens to me, I embrace it. You know, because I feel like when something good happens to me, I embrace it because that's life. Life kind of, is that. It kind of goes back to like when we talk about that instant gratification where it's like you don't want to struggle to succeed or for, because when you're working hard and you struggle, struggle through adversity or whatever, mm-hmm. you're, it's going to pay off in yeah. a bigger way at the end. Yeah. And, you know, if something bad happens to you on the way to the top or through creating something, you're like, well, it happened. So how am I going to interact with this failure or this mistake? I'm going to say, yeah. oh, this is a lesson. This is the lesson to make me better and move on to the next part. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to learn these lessons. You want to avoid the lessons yeah. as much. Mo- as often as you can because yeah. you know your comfort zone will kill you you know i guess i guess the closest religion that i've come to think it's not even a religion is, is buddhism mm-hmm. because it's just like it's it's like somebody actually just sat and thought you know like what is life and they figured out that life is struggle that's what life it actually means the moment you're born you're struggling to breathe that mm-hmm. you're struggling and then the day you die there's no more struggle. The struggle's over. So life is struggle. So that's the thing that people don't did nobody wants to struggle, but they, that means you don't want to live. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's what that's why when something bad happens to me, I don't get too sad or upset about it because I'm just like this is cool. Like this is life. You know? And when something good happens to me, I don't get it. If I won the lottery, you would I would be you'd, you'd I'd be like this. Because right. I, I, I you'd be going to work at the sand every every yeah, day. You yeah, continue yeah, your yeah, normal life. That's I think we've said that yeah, too. It's yeah, like if I just maybe I'd quit my job. I would and focus more. I would definitely quit my job. Focus more on like my writing and, things, and, and yeah. yeah, what you want to and, yeah. and what that money, that freedom it gives you. You know, um, but it's still living and and struggling like yeah, you said. I just sure. I, I guess I just strive to be. And to think as balanced as possible. I feel like that is what life is. When you're born, you breathe in a breath. And then when you die, you breathe out your last breath. And in between there, you're exchanging breaths. You get however many breaths you breathe in in your life is how many you breathe out. So if you breathe a, a million breaths in, you breathe a million breaths out, you gave them all back. Like, right. it's balanced. Wow. Like, that's what that's nice. life's all about, you know? And, and if you can do that and, and have bad stuff happen to you and just... just know that that mean that means that good stuff's about to happen to you you know mm-hmm. that's what that means right or and you'll feel it like yeah. you have to feel bad to feel good yeah. you'll never feel good if you've never 
Yeah, like when people yeah. say, like people say, like I'm, I was sick and it sucks. I'm, I, when I'm sick, I like, I, I'm like happy. Like when, when I, when it's my birthday and it's, and I'm gonna be 43 next year, I'm like sweet. Like I can't wait to see what 43 is like. Like mm. I don't, I don't get to this thing where I want to be 16. I, I want to be 43. Yeah, I'm the same, then I want to be 44. Way. You know, I want to experience the worst in life and the best in life because yeah. that is life. You know, so that's how I. And it's like, it's helpful to look at it that way and to teach, like show that that's an idea of a, a way to live because it's happening regardless. You're, you're yeah, going to get older. You can't do anything about so it. So are you going to hope and be upset that it's not the good old days? You're not 16. And yeah. it's like, no, that was a different chapter, you know, but at that moment of time, I know that I did it my best. And when I yeah. was 43 or whatever it yeah. is, I know that I breathe in, breathe out at, you know, a pace yeah. that I was happy with. I struggled, I overcame, but it's. Look on the positive side of it. It's, I mean, it's easier said than done, obviously. Yeah, it's work. Um, it's definitely it's it's a struggle, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what it comes down to. You're 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 fighting every day to to stay alive. You're fighting every day to 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 remain happy. But that fight, that struggle, is what life is. A rock doesn't struggle to be happy. It doesn't have to. It just sits there. Mm-hmm. Well, if you if you're an animated being, you have to, in order to remain alive, you have to struggle. You're going to have to breathe in and breathe out. You're going to have to work to get calories into your body and, 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 you know, have, keep your heart beating like, and keep your brain functioning. You have to work. There's no such thing as like just sitting there and having it happen. There's something, your heart's beating constantly, mm-hmm. working, struggling to keep you alive. It's yeah. kind of trippy to think about sometimes. Like you were like, when you, like, I mean, yeah. this is a stone thought, <laughs> but when you're just like, all these things in Funny, your body are smoke. just, I don't know, <laughs> all these things in your body are just always blinking and always doing yeah. I remember, like, I was at Bible school one time, and they're like, "That's God that makes you yeah. blink and breathe in and breathe yeah. out." I mean, God is a word for it because it's just. I mean, the Buddhist thing is like you are you're not a slave to any god. You like yeah. you are the contraption that's breathing in and breathing out. So it's it's weird though. You're like, we're all just moving parts, always yeah. constantly changing and evolving, and you can try to find comfort by th- thinking back or just keep on. Keep on keeping on, you know. Yeah, because that's all. That's only in the end. That's the only choice you have is to keep on keeping on going until you die. Because one day you are going to die. And when you die, you can't keep on keeping on anymore. I'm so sorry. So no, so no existential, no existential crisis. Oh well, I don't know. I, I mean, that's the thing about religions. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. My, you know what my religion is? I don't know. Are you scared though? Do you ever like get fearful of it? I used to. But now I just, I just accept, like I said, I just embrace it. Yeah, you it's, can't do it's, yeah. what's, it's whatever it's going to be. I hope that it's going to be this awesome heaven thing at the end. I'm, I'm hoping. I mm-hmm. really am. Yeah. I hope for the best, but I prepare myself for the worst mm-hmm. in every situation. So in my mind, I think to myself, it might just be like turning off the TV. Right. You know, but I'm hoping. And either way, it's fine too. If that's what it is, that's what it is. Especially if it's that leaving Neverland thing is on TV. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that shit off. <laughs> yeah, Back to kid talk. Yeah. My, my, my kid talk. <laughs> what was your what was your childhood like? Um I don't know. It's a complicated question. Uh it's just uh I feel like it was I feel like it was like anybody else's. I feel like childhood is just a time, you know, between you know this age and this age and whatever happens to you in that age that forms you is childhood. And so, you know, my childhood was, was my own and I, 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 I can't compare it or, or explain to you, you know, in your, your circumstance, your individual circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you know, cause I just feel like 
There's you feel 7 like a billion lot. people yeah. on this planet, and I feel like, you know, they, that's, that means there's 7 billion ways to look at childhood. I, I don't know how to yeah. answer it. It was good. It was, it, it, you know, maybe in the moment I didn't think, I, you know, I thought there were some bad things, but now when I look back, it was all good. Yeah. I'll take all, I'll, if I rewound it back, I'll take it all over again the mm-hmm. way it happened, you know? Okay. It's so weird how that can happen, like these moments, these bad moments. And when you're living through them, especially when you're young so and you struggle, you're just like, and it can be the dumbest thing. It can yeah. be a pimple on your nose, like, this is the worst day of my life, and yeah. you're crying and dead. Yeah. And then you're it's like, it's picture day, goddammit. And then later, you're like, you can la- literally laugh yeah. at that same exact problem and issue that you had in your life. Feel like yeah. that was that was crazy. Yeah. That was an overreaction. It's yeah. like, God damn, I was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, I we definitely had my my bad times. You know, there there's things with my parents that you know I did. You know, they they didn't get along all the time, and you know, but there were some beautiful times too. I mean. There's some actually things that came from struggle that are, that are good. Like when uh, my mom, you know, we uh, had some issues. She separated from my dad, and she, uh, f- you know, she went to a uh, a uh, shelter for a little while. And mm-hmm. I, I'm the oldest of five, and um, uh, she left one day. There was a note on the counter, you know, it said I'm, I'm gone or whatever. And she because she couldn't you take the abuse and the you know whatever was going on with my dad, and so. You know, I went and I found her, and I was probably like 12 years old. And she, I don't know, I think she had somebody sent for me after school, and, and I went to go be, be with her because, I, you know, she, I, she was out there by herself with her kids. And I remember a story where, you know, at the shelter, they would kick you out basically at noon every day because they wanted to, uh, I, I don't know why, but um, they, they kicked you out, and so you had to find a place to be for a couple of hours until mm-hmm. you came back. That's and, usually how shelters work. Yeah. Though, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we uh, we'd go to the park and we'd play because you know that's what we did. And my mom would go to like Circle K or Seven Eleven or whatever it was and get like the little one dollar thing of lunch meat and the one dollar thing of bread and a, a two liter Coke, and that's how she would feed us. And mm-hmm. she would go to the park and sit there watching us play. And we'd come in and we'd be laughing and smiling and eating and stuff. And me being the oldest. I'd play in and I was oblivious to it for a while and I'd look back over at her and she never ate. Like, she would go three days without eating so that we could eat. Oh, wow. And so I think there's 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 times today where I, I use that, I think about that. I'm like, she made that sacrifice because she believed so much in us that we we're going to be something someday that we, you know, that I better kick ass, mm-hmm. you know? So in that, that's a hard thing and that sucks. But at, at the same time, it's awesome because it's like my mom believed so much in me and, and, and that we're going to make something of our future, you know, that she will make the sacrifice to make sure that she, we eat, you know, on the little, you know, $3 that she had when she didn't eat. She, I mean, right. how, you know, how hard it's is it three days yeah. without eating? Like, right. it's insane, but she did it. I can barely make it three hours. Yeah. yeah. She did it with a smile on her face, you know, for us. Right. That's, that's huge, you know, and that makes it so like when people say like, you know, when everything's beating me down and everything's going the wrong way, I just think about things like that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I better, I, I need to step up my game. You know? Right. Change so, your attitude. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's huge. That's I, crazy. Yeah. So but yeah, that's a little snippet of my, I guess, my, <laughs> my childhood. Right on. Childhood in a snippet. I, I guess the, the best thing I can say is I wasn't anywhere near Neverland Ranch. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's, 
That's a plus. Yeah. I wonder what it'd be like to go there. Um, Do you think they'll like ever? You wonder could, about that? Well, now, like a tour? Now, now it'd be fine, but back in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Well, you know, I was a cute kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a hot kid. I had blonde hair, blue eyes. My grandma called me Tweety Bird. <laughs> Yeah. I think Michael would have been. I think that. Michael would have been your Sylvester. Yeah, my Sylvester. I don't want to know. Oh, oh, duh. come on! Oh, yeah. Way over you my head. Like, Whoa! Floating by his mouth. <laughs> yikes! He'd put you in his mouth. Oh, oh yikes! Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. You don't know how awesome, you don't know how uh, accurate you are. Yeah. How I'd, I'd actually you are to be that, that to the, that show. I'd be kissing his nipples as he masturbated. Oh, That'd probably no. be my thing. Yikes! <laughs> yeah. There's some traumatic. No. Issues behind Nick. Here. That was in that, that was, was in the movie. That was, that was movie. Yeah. Oh, we were all traumatized by that <laughs> movie. Yeah, I literally just watched it last night. It's so funny uh, that you, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm uh, sorry about bringing that up. No, you're fine. I have to watch it now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's, I have to subject myself to this traumatic. I think experience. it's good to see because I think it just opens up your 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 mind to how these people think. It's just it just shows you just in and out. I mean, it makes you. I I, I think it's sh- I, hopefully if there's a good thing that comes out of it is it makes parents more protected. That's of the their thing too. Kids. It's like. I don't, it's not a hollowness, but I think it's that everybody strives to find meaning or some kind of purpose that like when, you know, it's, she's like, oh, he's interacting. Michael Jackson's interacting with my yeah. kid. He's like, he's a dancer. He's going to make him, you know, you're like, you're getting your little treat too. You're yeah. like, you, you, I vicariously living through. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can see how that could Did just. Did you say vicariously living? Vicariously. <laughs> oh, vicariously. <laughs> oh, I literally thought you said I'm vicariously living yeah. through my no, 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 no. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting. That'd be, interesting. That'd be another documentary. That'd be, a, that'd be a weird VR game. VR is taking a weird twist. <laughs> VR Neverland Ranch. Rated E for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone can play. No, it's like only 10 and, 10 and oh, younger. No. <laughs> if you want the true experience. Yeah. Oh, no. That's bad. I know. I haven't even, it wasn't even 24 hours ago. I'm already making jokes about it. It's terrible. Yeah. There's something about making jokes. I feel like that. That's a coping mechanism. It is. Yeah. It totally yeah. is. It's yeah. like the saddest people mm-hmm. are always the... The funniest. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just... Uh, it's... Like I said, I just I'm just glad that people can see it. But the other thing, everybody's so, you know, scornful of the the parents, and I feel like I can I could see if I put myself in their shoes, I can see oh, how if it's right. freaking Michael right. Jackson, exactly. You know, not just not the not the sleeping in the, the bed part, but like mm-hmm. you know, you, you can leave your kids with me. Da 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 da. It's Michael Jackson. Like it's almost like the Bill Cosby thing. Like. He's America's dad. Like, who doesn't trust Bill Cosby? So you don't think, like, he's trying to drug your daughter and hook up with her. You think, oh, he's going to be, like, he's going to have some funny sweater on and tell jokes. Right. You know? So there's a trust value. Yeah. (laughs) So there's a a, a trust value there with, you know, it's Michael Jackson. Like, what's he going to do? You know, I mean, early on, obviously, later on, after the rumors start going around, I'd be like, "Nope, you're you come inside." Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That is. They they would speak out for him. Like, no, he's. But I think there's something about like sociopaths. They're master manipulators because he had a relationship with the parents too, which I'm sure they're like. Like, you know, oh, Kathy, I'm hanging out with Michael Jackson later. Yeah. And, like, he would have those things yeah. where he's like... Oh, Michael's having us over for dinner. Yeah. 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 Like, that's a pretty cool flex. Yeah. You yeah, know, for sure. Because yeah, they would yeah. go to Neverland. Yeah. Like, this is a fantasy. Especially exactly. for just the middle income. Right. Low, right, like, right, right. It's yeah. a vacation. And you, you know? got a cute kid. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and you drive him around. Like, he would send a driver for you. Like, like what are you going to do? No, I'm not going to... You know what I mean? Like, right. So, if you put yourself in their shoes, I, I can kind of see, like, the ethos that they're in. Or they're like, you know... Yeah, like, what the... You're like, it's Michael Jackson. What do we do? Say no. And then, and, and also, like, 
they, he, he was saying, like, I'm going to further... Because both of those kids, they were, like, dancers. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to, like, do his moves and whatever. So, I mean, they, he's and he's telling them, he's feeding them the fact that I'm going to further their career and all this. I mean... Exactly. What do you, you know, you do you do you shortchange your kid from that? Or, you know, that's right. a huge experience they could that's have. That's a huge end. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, he's the, the biggest star in the world at that point. The one creep... I think the creepiest thing I heard was... No, I mean, where do you choose? But when he was talking to his mom... <laughs> Or one of the kids' moms, and he's like, "I would never, I would never, <laughs> I would oh, never hit a hold on, kid." Because yeah, then he would cry, and I never want to see a kid cry, or something, something along those lines. Like I would never hurt a kid, because then the kid would cry. I like it when you the, get in the Michael Jackson. And then the end. <laughs> I'm so bad at voices. What, <laughs> you're good. You let's hear it. Well, I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> no, you sound like a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> like you just make bake me a pie or something. <laughs> The pie's in the window. <laughs> the pie's ready to go. Tastes like GHB. Oh, no. Is it GHB? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do second voices here on Who Do You Think You Are. That's true. <laughs> well, you got anything? Nothing, man. I think we pretty much covered it all. Not to defend Michael and all, but there's also, like, he's his upbringing wasn't the best so and, you know there's like some traumatic and i wonder if he wasn't when he was a kid i'm Joe pretty Jackson sure he was awesome person yeah, yeah you know that always happens that's it's what's so, like a cycle, so crazy yeah, yeah it's passed down because you would yeah. think that some suffering from that as a child like you would never want to put that yeah. pain on somebody but, but that's the comfort like you know it's like the bully school bully it's like then his parents are probably beating each other because yeah. that's where he's learning right. yeah. this is where exactly. he's learning to express himself one you know? of your earliest experiences is that then what do you you know, mm-hmm. you know that's what you, you think is right you know? <laughs> there it is that's better that was better oh, thanks but, yeah so yeah that trauma circling trauma yeah. thing it's so crazy you're just like it, it's almost like balance. It's almost like you're you're like you like the world owes me or something. I think like the, I'm gonna take because I got it got taken from me. Or you're something. Try, taking the power yeah, from somebody else or something. Yeah, weird justification. Maybe. So I don't know, but power trips are a real thing. I guess I mean that's the greed and power thing. That's what people. That's what our. That's what baby democracy is all about. Boom, well, boom. That's what you said, though. That's why you, you said all these people in power. If you're in that position, it's it's. I guess it's like probably you know they get drunk on that power and mm-hmm. they feel like why why can't I have this? You know, it's I can. Do you know who the I fuck want. I am? And actually, that's what Michael Jackson said in the or that's what the lady said that he said he's like I get whatever I want or whatever. You know, and he mm-hmm. said like I I I always get what I want or something. I mean, right? Yeah, that's. Well, there's a, there's a creepy amount of, like, I mean, conspiracies. I don't know if you were getting into conspiracies at all, but, like, politicians, how, how they are. Yeah. <laughs> how they're, like, you know. Wait, I feel kid, dizzy. Kid, <laughs> kid. <laughs> like, kitty diddlers up, up top, you know, like, yeah. kind of how the church is, like, they sit, like, if there's always power, we're, we're seeing the trend. We're seeing it with movie stars, directors, people that have power over people, they the go into The ring, yeah. Like, all churches, Baptist church, Catholic church. The government, Anthony Weiner, hidden stories, scandals, and you're like, I wonder, like, you know, you know, they are paying people even more money to keep things, you know, under padlock. But, I mean, child, like human trafficking is the biggest industry right now. It's yeah. more than drugs, but yeah. you don't hear the war on sex yeah. trafficking. You don't hear the war on drugs, and it's billions of dollars, I think, a year. It's it like, is. Yeah. It's sickening. I mean, how many people are held in captivity right now? It's Yeah, it's it's a it's a scary time. And also, what you were saying about the Catholic Church, it's part of the problem is they, you know, the celibate thing. I mean, what mm-hmm. what yeah. normal human male is going to not 
hook up with somebody or want to, like, you, you're t- telling all these guys to not have sex, like, I'm sorry. And so they just try to find a loophole. Well, I'm not going to have sex with a woman, but here's this guy, this little boy over here. Yeah. You know, da 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 I think that's what they, that's, that's how they justify it, you know? I think there's some of that, and I think there's also some that sometimes they say maybe they're homosexuals already, mm. and, uh. and they're afraid because they don't want to come out as that way. Uh. And then if they're celibate, they're not, they don't have to have sex with a woman or anything, so they can kind of, they can hang out in this other. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing something, I was like, oh, that's... It's like, you know, I'm sure there's different, I mean, you know, with the oh. thousands of priests there have been or whatever, I'm sure they all have their different, you know, justifications or whatever. And I think that it just sets it up for them to, to be doing what they're doing. It's, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just think the system is wrong. However, they, however they set up their system, it's, it's, it's set up to, for failure, you know? Yeah. You think you should like, give them like flashlights? When they go into like priesthood, it's <laughs> a great idea. Like a cross, yeah, be a mean, cross with the flashlight, right. oh, no. double, yeah. so you can put Blast, on your, not, you put on your nightstand. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's my cross. That's that's really nice. It's yeah. a decorative. And piece. then one day your and wife then, picks it up to yeah. wash and no, well, they don't have like, wives, bro. Just They're, drips oh, yeah. all over. She's they like, don't have wives. <laughs> that is his wife. Is what yeah. He's yeah. Oh, gotcha. All right, that's smart. I haven't cleaned this thing. That's a really good idea. I mean, I'm trying to find a solution here. We've put some. We've. I mean, was the last episode or the other episode? We were coming up with some business ideas. I think that's probably one of our best ones. Probably, yeah. You'd you'd probably sell out. (laughs) Cross flashlight. Apparently, there's a big market for something up there. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they'd get. I don't think they get the same treat though from it. I don't know. It's that sinister. Who knows what it is? It's just crazy that it's like this trend that happens with people that have a lot of power. It's something that's, it almost seems like it's weirdly in the DNA. And I was thinking about it actually, you know, the other day I was thinking about how it's almost like, because like I said, I was thinking balance, but it's almost like the best people are the, behind the scenes are the worst. Oh yeah. Mm. You know, like that, like if you have somebody who's like, you know, a, a criminal, probably Al Capone probably wasn't that bad of a guy like in the, you know, behind the scenes, you just... You know, but, you know, what these Bill Cosby and Michael Jackson, the people that you trust and the priest guys the, behind the scenes, like publicly, they're amazing. Well, right. a lot of those which, mobsters. Yeah. A lot, go ahead. Which means that they're probably like horrible. It, it's, yeah. It sucks to say, but, you know, you this guy like you meet him and you shake his hand. And he's like the nicest guy. He probably has the freaking, you know, the, 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 you know some skeletons in that closet. Man, <laughs> literal sure. skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, some of these mobsters and gangsters and all that, they were adored and loved on by the community because they did give so much back oh, and, you know and they were so outwardly um evil but in behind closed doors they're probably decent human beings yeah. you know they're and that's and that's see, that's the weird way that's that the opposite work. Yeah. yeah yeah just don't cross them oh i see what you did you don't want to cross them because yeah. then those mobsters yeah. turn mean real quick mm-hmm. you're like well that was wow you're yeah so let's say like a mobster kills somebody and then he's like, hey, would you eat human? Would you ever do that? Would you, not a mobster, would you ever eat human flesh? There's an article. Oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were saying would a mobster say that and then you looked deep I know, in then my I was eyes like, when you I said that. I was like, this I is a really that. weird scenario. I'm like, I'm creating a scenario inside it's weird a scenario. It's deep in Yeah, he just right? like, yeah. would you? <laughs> would you eat human flesh? Well, we, hold on. Let's stumble not. about this. Yeah, I know. We stumbled on this it. article and his friend, one of... This person got his leg amputated because he was in a car accident. And so he invited his friends over and cooked his leg up. Or like human meat. He was a so, chef and he was like, I just, you know, I'm going to have yeah, my why friends not? sign We made some thing. tacos. And <laughs> see, see what I, I don't like. want anything to go to waste. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. 
Right. Would you try it? No. Would you try no? it with me? I could see like a Donner Party situation where we're trapped in a, you know, right. ice or whatever. You know, I, I can see that. It's but, even refrigerated you know, I get in a Donner Party. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. But no, in a normal situation, why would anybody ever? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Oh, just, ah. Let's see what it tastes like. Is there food? Like, so are, what you're saying is this interview is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am which, not, I'm out of here. Would you, uh, are, do you, are you like a picky eater? Like, is there any food that like disgusts you? Uh, the only things I don't like are mushrooms and olives. Okay. I think everything else is, hmm. well, I'm not a huge, like, I'm not a huge, like, lobster and shrimp guy either, because I just don't like things that look like spiders, mm. you know, you know, but, uh, no, I, I pretty much eat everything. Hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I, I, I like I eat everything. everything, yeah. I ate, um, I think the weirdest thing I ate was, was, uh, jellyfish tentacles. Oh. That was really interesting. Hmm. And they were it, cold. It didn't, like, did not have sting. They take the sting. Is there a stinger? Like, what? I think, the, I mean, the, the, no. I think. I mean, obviously, you're still here. And you're right, 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 right. Like, or was it Wednesday? <laughs> was it Wednesday when this happened? No. <laughs> they extract that, and then they put it into Warheads, the shocker part. That's how they get it in candy. <laughs> Do you just make another business opportunity? Like I'm, I'm just saying that's how they make stuff. Spice gotcha. or yeah, electric candy. Electric candy. Anyways, no, that was jellyfish like, noodles. Were they? What are they doing? They, they look like noodles. It's yeah. kind of smart. Did you cool. eat them like that? Like, a, like yeah, chop, chop 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 right? It was like a urine demi demi gloss or something like that. Since you're supposed to pee if you get stung, maybe that's what how it interacted. Was our uh, Kelly sitting next man. to you? <laughs> yeah, he's like, would you would you like some? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the special sauce on it, or <laughs> do you just want them plain? No, we were at Mekong and it was Chinese New Year's and there was just this big feast of uh, seafood. That's interesting, jellyfish. I never even thought of that as a no. cuisine. Have you done any world traveling? Absolutely not. <laughs> like literally the past six years, the first three years at the stand, I worked from uh, 8 a.m. to 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. every single day oh. for three years straight, no days off. So 20 hours a day. So Damn. basically, I just my world traveling was in a little 1,100 square foot building. <laughs> That's crazy. So no, uh, and then the past you know three years uh, since then, I've just been you know working on the the grandstand in mm. Scottsdale, and we closed that. But so now we're just kind of focusing on the stand again. So you know that's I'm hoping one day I can you know receive a paycheck and and actually do something. Go out somewhere. And, yeah. Where somewhere. do you dream of going anywhere? Is there a spot that you're like, oh, I want to check out um i've always liked like ireland new zealand you know like green mm. places like that mm. um yeah, yeah i'll go anywhere yeah I, I, I need it i want to travel i haven't done it at all my sister's a big traveler and she always talks about like oh well i've been to mexico good for you i've been yeah. to canada that was, pretty, that, was, that was dope <laughs> yeah one of these days we'll see yeah been to mexico i mean who hasn't though yeah. in arizona i haven't oh, i haven't gone <laughs> apologize <laughs> well i don't know like with your complexion i don't know if they'd let you back in that's true you know it's true you gotta be, i'd be yeah. handing out build the wall flyers yeah. and stuff oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. with a maga hat exactly yeah. now it's like who's this guy over here nope yeah like hola como estas <laughs> they'd be like whoa what the fuck why are you doing this like, mommy's way <laughs> uh, that's funny yeah mm-hmm. any last words you want to I Tell want to my execution. <laughs> how about like, yeah. before like, we eat you in the kitchen? Biz, we eat biz, it's just your leg, bro. Oh, just yeah, leg. Come on. Yeah, and it's not go. even the whole leg. We're just going to shave a, like, no. part of your calf off. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, like business advice for someone who wants to start a business. <laughs> um, 
you you have to you just have to know you have to know that you're going to make mistakes and you have to just try your best to do as much reading and research as you can about the the pitfalls and the laws and everything because you know we you you learn lessons the hard way and and like i always tell Ava and I, we always say um college costs money so every mistake we make especially in business it's going to cost you you know, hmm. you can't just make a mistake. Like, uh, you can't just, like, I, the, you know, if you're an employee at a job and you break something, like, you, uh, oh, I broke this, you know, here you go, boss, you fix it. Like, I have to pay for it. I have to, I just paid for that. Now I have to pay for it again. Like, right. So mm-hmm. college costs money. So anything you, you learn is going to cost you. So the more learning you can do before you open the business, the better off you're going to be. That's that's what the I School of hard knocks. Yeah. Oh. It cost. It cost. Well, man, we really appreciate you coming on here. It was yeah, awesome. Do, sure. it was yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah. If you Everybody, haven't gotten to the stand, go to the go stand. Go check it out. 32nd? 36th Street Indian School. Yeah. Delicious Indian burgers, tacos, fries, yeah. milkshakes. Yeah. Can anybody find you on social media? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. We have our, our You Instagram. said you do booking events um, yeah. with your food truck and all that. Is there like a website? or? Yeah. If you uh, uh, if you follow us on Instagram, uh, it's uh, the, the stand, AZ. Is the the Instagram and then we also have the stand underscore or no the underscore stand underscore uh, food truck uh, on the Instagram too. Right on. Um, and then if uh, for booking uh, food truck events, we do um, it's the uh, the stand office at gmail dot com. All right. Uh, and and you can you just email us. We'll get back to you. And you know we do anywhere from fifty people to four hundred people. You know, so we can do we can do it all. So it's really awesome. Cool. You heard it here, folks. You sure right did. from the source. <laughs> we'll see you next week, unless Pedro has uh, the morning sickness again. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Syndrome. What is it? Kudo. Quidova. Quidova syndrome. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Bye.